Eh, doesn't matter. All right, here we go. A radio show that confesses Christ without confusing the law and the gospel. A radio show that takes scripture seriously without taking ourselves so seriously. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. So here we have the the promise of the virgin birth already. And and now it says that he, this promised seed, shall bruise you, the serpent on the head. So this, and you will bruise him on the heel. So uh, this is talking about the crucifixion of our Lord Jesus. So this is the first gospel. What in the world? The Lord's Supper is to help rediscover your innate goodness? Holy smokes. That's like saying that glasses are to make sure you can't see. It's like saying your shoes are there to make sure you can't walk. It's like saying it's like saying a boat is there so that you sink to the bottom of the ocean. That's the goofiest thing I've ever heard. Councilman Darren Lathan. Thank you, Mayor. On balance, I think as far as whether we do it on the 6th or the 12th, it matters about as much as my collection of Table Talk radio points. Hey, guys. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of Table Talk Radio. How's it going you'll, out there? And... You'll be sure to be sorry uh, that you're listening in no time. Don't worry about that. Uh, and the way Guaranteed we're... to be disappointed within 20 seconds. <laughs> the... The, that guarantee. the forms of torture today are a praise song cruncher and name oh, that right. theologian. <laughs> yes. Today, oh, yeah. by the way, the show we have our show is sponsored. Yeah. Our show the today's episode is sponsored by the Cult of Pure Doctrine, Rocky Mountain <laughs> District <laughs> chapter. All right. Are you gonna give us the inside scoop on that? Nope. <laughs> okay. I'm sure it'll come out. So I guess it's better that Table Talk Radio is sponsored by the Cult of Pure Doctrine rather than the Cult of False doctrine. Right. Yeah, I'd say. Hey, by the way, if anyone knows how to install font config, if you could give me a call. Oh, my goodness. He's been complaining about this for 20 minutes. This is terrible. (laughs) I can't install font config. Help me. How do you do it? It's terrible. It seems like everyone who... I'm trying to use GIMP, you know, the GIMP, to do some graphic manipulation. Photoshop for cheapos. And I can't make the fonts look nice because I don't know how to install font config. It's ridiculous. It has its own website, and on the font config website doesn't even have a download button. What are we even talking about this for? Hey, let's get to the radio show. All right, let's do some buzzwords. My theological buzzword or buzz phrase for you is uh, works righteousness. I don't know that we've ever had that buzz phrase before, works righteousness. Mm. That's concerning. But uh, works righteousness is the belief that you earn standing, uh, righteous standing before God um, on the basis of your works. Uh, so this is the religion of the natural man, that I can, I can appease God's wrath, I can appear before him as righteous and holy because of my works. That's wrong, by the way. Um, we are not uh, righteous <laughs> before God. You're so uh, judgmental. <laughs> what are you, part of the, I the am, doctrine? I guess so. <laughs> you ever get a judgment that works righteousness is wrong? <laughs> Sheesh. I know. I happen to believe, uh, based on reading of Holy Scripture, that uh, we are righteous before God by faith, uh, uh, through faith alone. Well, there you go. Proving yourself. More interested in right and wrong than what's salutary. <laughs> <laughs> What's your buzz phrase? I got two options uh, for you. 
The first option is font config. Second option is resurrection. Which would you prefer? Well, since I know you can't define the first one, I'll go with the second <laughs> one. What do you mean I can't define it? Descri- font config is a library designed to provide system-wide font configuration, customization, and application access. The descriptions here, there's no button to download it. I got a functional overview. I got a whole description of this thing. Who knows so, what any of this stuff means? It's kind of like uh, what is the Calvinist doctrine of uh, uh, where, you, where <laughs> there's things that you don't know. I mean, so so we can define it. Condescension. We, we can't ever really download it. <laughs> That's right. That's like, this is the difference between the gospel being about Jesus and being Jesus. This <laughs> website has plenty of about font config, but there's actually no there's no. Oh. I'm, now, by the way, I, I, you know, sometimes I'm, I, I know our listeners know that I'm incredibly intelligent and I just act dumb for as a stick on the show, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm probably fluent in Latin, I'd say. Mm-hmm. What does that sound like? I don't know. Probably, it's almost like someone's getting messages on Gmail. I don't know, though. <laughs> I'm probably fluent in Latin and Hebrew and Greek, but I just play it down a little bit, you know, just so everyone else doesn't feel so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> But that is not the case, in, the, in I do not know anything about this thing. Now, the other buzzword is resurrection, which means uh, body and soul back together forever. Uh, so we, we, I was listening to Dr. Gibbs at the pastor's conference a couple weeks ago, and he was talking about how, you know, we talk about forgiveness but not resurrection. I think he's probably right about this. We should talk about sin and forgiveness. We should talk about death and life. That's resurrection. And we should talk about uh, the devil and salvation. We we got to have a full picture of what the Lord does for us. And he doesn't just forgive our sins now, but he also has for us an eternity with our body and soul back together forever before his face. That would be nice. Yeah, that will be nice. I am looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, good enough. Oh, do you have an email for us? <laughs> I thought we were. Gonna, I didn't think we were going to do email. I thought we were going to do the thing. Since the when praise do we? Song cruncher. <laughs> do we? Well, we are. For the last hundred shows, we've always read an email in the first segment. Uh, okay, okay, I I'll, got one. You got one? Okay. I, yeah, I got loads of them here. I got tons of email. Uh, Maybe if you keep saying that enough, we won't have to. Uh, we'll just run. run loads. I got hundreds, thousands. Okay. Hello, this is about this is regarding the Prey Song Cruncher. This is from Audi, the car. <laughs> Currently listening to show number two eighteen and wish to comment on the controversy surrounding Chris Tomlin verbs or lack thereof. As it happens, I know a bit of Russian. When I first started learning the language, I was surprised to learn a couple of things about it. First, there are no articles, no a, an, or the. Second, that's the for all of you on the East Coast. Second, in Russian, there is no is. There is a was and a will be, but no is. Therefore, in Russian, Tomlin's sentence construction, like his body, the bread, would be perfectly correct, though it might be spelt something like his body, dash, dash, the bread. And, of course, it would be in Russian, and those little doodad arrow things are approximately like Russian quotation marks, which probably means Chris Tomlin is part of a Putin plot to infiltrate the U.S. and take over the world. Imagine evil Putin laughter here. Ooh, yeah. Anyway, keep being disturbing, yet compelling. Or is that the other guys? Audi. I didn't know we had cars listening. Fantastic. <laughs> now, uh, the point of that, we were crunching Chris Tomlin's song where he's he had the sentence, his body, the bread, and there's no verb. Oh. I think we made the point, if any place where a verb is desperately needed, it's between the words his body <laughs> and the words his bread. It's like the most needed. It's like 
It's like having all the accoutrements of a Thanksgiving dinner laid out and then just no turkey. This, by the way, is the reason um, the Bible is not recorded in Russian. Russian. Now, there is the same phenomenon in other languages, like Greek and Hebrew, where the is is implied, but not in English. That's not how it works in the English. And it just so happens that in the words of institution, it is not implied in Greek. Right. It's spelled out, which makes it (laughs) emphatic. Emphatic. Now, uh, in in the English, that is the language we're working with here, uh, you're going to want a verb. That's important. Yeah. A noun and a verb, those two parts. Just remember. I mean, all the other, all the other, um, all the other parts of speech are optional. Noun and verb, not optional. Praise songwriters. <laughs> those it's like a shirt required. and a shoes when you go into Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that'll be helpful? Yeah. <laughs> to the, just, no no just verbs, no object, no service. <laughs> so, that's right. No subject, no object, no service. We'll put that on a little note card and put it on your mirror. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you want another one? So sure. Yeah, we got uh, two minutes here. Oh yeah. Okay. This is from uh, Yahshua. That's Hebrew for Jesus, by the way. Ten Commandments in the news section in show two seventeen. You talked about the Occupy movement and the Seventh Commandment and stealing. So could taxes, where the government is stealing my money, be considered breaking the Seventh Commandment? Great show, Joshua. How come he gives himself credit for the great show? What do you mean? Great show, Joshua. Oh, I see. (laughs) Um, Now, I think uh, this is a great question. Not only can taxes be breaking the Seventh Commandment, I think taxes can also not be breaking the Seventh Commandment. But it is possible for the government, and Luther mentioned this in the large catechism, I'll tell you another good way to steal if you're the government. Another little good way to steal so no one notices. Another good way to break the Seventh Commandment is inflation. Mm. Yeah. Because imagine, you know, I take $2 and, oh, just let's, let's tone it down a little bit. I take $1 and I put it under my pillow. And then in $10, in 10 years, I wake up and I take that $1 and I go to buy something. And it's worth half as much as it was when I put it under the pillow. So someone came in and snuck half the value out from my dollar without even me knowing it. That's inflation. But, I mean, the point of stealing is that you benefit from the, the taking of So how does the government benefit from in, inflation? Yeah, that's right, because they, as soon as they print the money, they get full value for it before the market realizes that it's lost value. Hmm, okay. So the government, do- so the newly printed dollar is stronger than everybody else's dollar. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh, mm. But we do we do have the commandment to pay our taxes. Uh, yes, Romans indeed. 13, mm. Jesus saying, render Caesar the things that are Caesar's. Um, so you are to pay your taxes. Yeah, Fourth commandment. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, tell you what, after this commercial break, we will uh, do some praise song crunching. Now, during this commercial break, it would behoove you, dear listener, to go to our website, tabletalkradio.org, and, and click right there on the home page. We have a little image of the praise song cruncher 2.0 for your uh, crunching enjoyment. So go to the Internet, print that baby out, and then as we listen to these praise songs here on Table Talk Radio, you'll be able to play along and, and discern for yourself. Does this song have a subject, verb, and object? Is Jesus mentioned? Um, what is the uh, the scale of mysticism? You can do this for yourself. And play it's along all, at home. all available on tabletalkradio.org. Uh, take this to your church if need be. Uh, and give it to your pastor. Hey, you're listening to Table Talk Radio. Do some praise song crunching right after this break. Don't go away. And don't forget who's taking you home and in whose arms you're going to be. 
Hi, this is Jonathan Fisk, imputing the awesomeness of Worldview Everlasting into your favorite show, Table Talk Radio. This kid is a gamer, he's a baller, he's a playmaker, and a shot caller. In case you didn't know, I got T-Bow, he shattered the mold, and all he does is win, all he does is win games. Welcome back to Table Talk Radio. I'll tell you, I wish we had T-Bow back in Denver, you know? It was nice having Jesus playing on the team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Oh, yeah. Extract. I think yeah, I can do this. <laughs> yeah. I, I downloaded. In case, I found the in case anybody ever wondered, does Pastor Wolfmuller really just mess around on the computer when he's on the show, or is that just an act? Today's show should be should be proof. Should be uh, an example. That que- that is no longer a question. I downloaded, by the way, for those of you who are anxious to help me, I'll tell you how Let's far... Let's break away from progress. the show and check on the status of uh, Pastor Wolfmuller's download update. All right, Brian, what do you see? Well, I downloaded the font <laughs> config. Then I noticed I didn't have the program to be able to extract it. So then I downloaded the 7-zip extractor. Now I've got my font config package in there, and it's extracted. And now I'm looking for some sort of install thing. All right, thanks, Brian, uh, for covering that story. We'll be back with you as uh, the news breaks. Uh, remember, you heard it here first on Table Talk Radio. Now let's get back to the show at hand. Uh, t- t- Table Talk Radio. Oh, that's pretty really good. It's like you've done that before. All right, so, so now that all of our listeners have downloaded and printed off uh, several copies, at least, of the Praise Song Cruncher 2.0, uh, they can read install. this Install. There it is. You think this install button has something to do with it? Uh, yeah, we'll we'll get Ooh. back to it a bit, Brian, with that breaking news uh, for now. <laughs> Number one, is Jesus mentioned? Yes, no, and if yes, is it name or concept? Number two... You haven't started a song yet. I know. You're asking just, that like a question. We usually read it so people can have us in mind. Good, that's fine. Yeah, okay. All this time you can give me is great. Mystical <laughs> okay. form, truth, uh, repetition. Uh, this is one ten scale. Uh, we're wondering if it uh, has subject, word, and object. Number three, mystical content. Uh, this is uh, looking for an immediate or romantic loss of self sort of uh, imagery in the song. It can be in- internal, subjective, so that uh, you're talking about the God inside of me or the God that um, the song would be all about the subject of me rather than the object of what God has done. So that's a 1 to 10 scale on mystical content. Then there's law under gospel. We want the law and gospel uh, correctly distinguished, not mixed up. And last but not least, five, is there any other explicit false teaching? Sounds so, good. Now, uh, we have uh, our first song here is uh, One Thing Remains, and this is performed by a band by the name of Jesus Culture. Oh, there you go.
criteria on the Prairie Song Cruncher for a song being boring? No. Boring is just fine. Oh, okay. In fact, boring is the opposite of mysticism. <laughs> well, I was kind of bored with this song, but... Um... What? You are such a jerk. <laughs> I, by the way, am turning over a new, friendlier leaf when it comes to Prairie Song Crunching. <laughs> is that right? You have to install the font config from your root Good. directory. Good grief. How in the world? They have to be some sort of genius. If there's any uh, tech support listeners, give Pastor Wolfman their call right away so we don't have to endure this anymore. Dot slash configure dash dash prefix equals slash user backslash? What? <laughs> okay. Anyway. So let's let's, uh, let's, let's uh, go through this brace song. <laughs> uh, is Jesus mentioned? No. No Jesus. There is a you in the form of your your love never fails, never gives up, never runs out on me. Overwhelms and satisfies my soul. Was this song recommended? Yes. Uh, this was uh, recommended by... Oh, here I see it. David. Uh, yeah, David. David sent this in to us. Hey, David. Thank you. So, um, no, I never. I think we could have played. Have be afraid. What, I, what we could have done is, uh, you know, combined our show from last week where we were playing name that, uh, or who wants to be a theologian, you know? So I'll play. Yeah. I'll play a praise song, and you guess what religion it's from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there is one mention of Jesus in the name, Jesus Culture. <laughs> Sounds like some sort of it's like science experiment gone bad. Yeah, and we didn't uh, do our due diligence here of. Um, of uh, doing research, you know, we were going to do a little research in the the you know, writers of these praise songs, and I I don't know that Jesus Culture uh, wrote this. In fact, I'm pretty sure they didn't. But uh, so they don't they don't really get any points for having Jesus in the name of their band. <laughs> I'll do a little work. Don't worry, I got a computer here. Does it work? Yeah, barely. <laughs> Fonts are terrible. <laughs> okay, so if Jesus is a mention, let's go to question number two. Mis- get- mystical form is a song used subject, verb, and object. Um, so, yeah, this is a sentence, a song with sentences. That's refreshing. One thing remains. One thing, that's the subject, remains, that's the verb. Your love, lover, your, your love never fails, it never gives up, it never runs out on me. There's even an object in that sentence. <laughs> that's... that's- that's a rare guess, isn't it? In right. death and life, I'm uh, in death and in life, I'm confident and covered. Two verbs. Wait, there's one verb. Am confident and covered by the power of your great love. My debt is paid. There's nothing can separate my heart from your great love. There you go. Yeah. But what about repetition? Yes, it's there's some repetition. One thing remains. Repeat twice. Irony noted. <laughs> And then there's on and on and on and on it goes. <laughs> on and on and on and on it goes. Oh, yeah, look at that. That's a little That's repetitious, nice. I think. I mean, it kind of goes on and on and on. What does it do? It goes on and on and on. <laughs> look here, it says, I think this is a typo, on and one and on and on it goes. Yeah, I think that's a typo. Typo. Man, you you would think that these lyric websites would, would do a little work and make sure they had all the typos out. But. It overwhelms and satisfies my soul. That's not mysticism. Hmm. <laughs> well, hold on. First, let's get the the scale on mystical form. Is that a one not mystical or a ten very mystical or somewhere hey, in between? We were criticized the other day for not being fair. Something had low mystical form, and I I always rate them five. The reason is, dear listener, because I forget which is high and low. So, <laughs> well, I just told you one is not mystical, oh, ten is very oh, mystical. 
Oh, thank you. I, I, I also forget, and I also don't listen to Evan. Uh, uh, this is slightly repetitive. Uses sentences. Mystical form, four. Three and a half. I would have gone with five. <laughs> Number three is mystical content. Um, we're looking for... A, I was a, this is my new leaf. It's new me. New pra- I'm not praise song crunching. I'm praise song tenderly walking. Yeah, this is very, very refreshing. Praise yeah, song I'm... tiptoeing. <laughs> okay, immediate romance, loss of self, internal or subjective. Okay, immediate. Yes, one. Uh, you and my heart. That's it here. In death and in life, I'm confident and covered by the... Uh, my debt is paid and there's nothing can separate my heart from your great love. Now, what about the rest of me? There's, see, all this talk of heart and soul has to do, I think, with something that our professor Gibbs was telling us, is that we, we are basically Gnostics. We are the Gnostics. And we think that religious stuff has to do with our body. I mean, not strike that. Yeah. Religious stuff has to do with our soul and our heart and the inside parts, not our body. So, look, now it's, it's weird because the song starts with a mention of the grave. Higher than the mountains I face... And I suspect that is metaphorical mountains, not really mountains. Because then you'd be like, we can't sing this. We're in Iowa. Uh, (laughs) But then, stronger than the power of the grave, which would be assumingly not metaphorical, because we all have the grave facing us. So you think, oh, yeah, maybe this song has a potential of being about the resurrection. But no, no, it goes straight for the soul. The love of God overwhelms and satisfies my soul. Okay. Is this is this your, the new you? I mean, you're still sounding like a a firm founder of the cult of pure doctrine. Pure doctrine. No, I'm not the founder of the cult of pure. Well, I guess I am. I'm not sure about that. I am the chairman of the Rocky Mountain District chapter. <laughs> I also happen to be the only member so far. But and, and, and the that's how we got our sponsorship. Are, are, are very strict. Basically, nobody's orthodox enough to be in here. You thought closed communion was practiced in the Missouri Synod. Just wait till you hear about the cult of pure doctrine. CPD for short. Any, any, by the way, any Table Talk Radio listener can be uh, an honorary member of the cult of pure doctrine, Rocky Mountain District chapter, just by being a listener. Well, no, great. We just lost our only listener. Thanks a lot. <laughs> and then you can go to our store and buy a shirt that says... Proud member of the CPD, Cult of Pure Doctrine. Do we have that up there yet? It, no, it takes Not a while sure. to refresh. We're, we're looking for the clear font file. <laughs> yeah, you're telling me. <laughs> Probably I'm in such a good mood because I've just downloaded 7-Zip, and this shows uh, potential for un- being able to unzip this thing. All right, well, hey, we need I, to I, by the it. way, am building a map of St. Paul's journey. Cool. Hey, why, why don't for. you uh, talk about that during the break so our listeners don't have to endure? <laughs> and we'll be right back on Table Talk Radio to finish uh, crunching this song. <laughs> we'll be right back. you ever been flipping through the radio and suddenly wonder why you've been listening to something? Well, this is Stable Talk Radio. Run pass option, I think that's my game. I guarantee you that. I know John Elway, he's rewriting the book. Week in and week out, he's a unique football player. That's what Tim Tebow is all about. He's a gamer. 
All right, crunching some praise songs here on Table Talk Radio. It's uh, uh, now we're to the well. We, we're still kind of on the question. The show is going to be terribly boring until the very end, and then we're going to come back and make it great. <laughs> Tim Tebow style. That's right. Okay, so we need a number on the mystical content. We need a ten for very. Oh, are we done already with that? Sheesh. Well, you, you were talking about the uh, the uh, you know um, uh, gnosticism of this, so. Yeah, Gnostic. Eight. Eight. Okay, what about law and or gospel? <laughs> I face some mountains here. On and on and on it goes. It overwhelms and satisfies my soul. Anytime your soul is being satisfied, by the way, you're a mystic. Let's see. One thing remains. You think that's too absolute? No, it's not. In death and life, I'm confident and covered by the power of your great love. What am I looking for? Law and gospel? My debt is paid. So there's debt there. Debt is paid. So my debt, law, is paid. Gospel. There's some little law and gospel there. It doesn't say how it's paid or what the debt is. In fact, sin is not mentioned. In death and life, I'm confident. It's so we're dying and we're living. So there's something obviously a little bit off about us. What that off thing is, is not spelled out. Your love never fails, never gives up, never runs out on me. Yeah, no, not, I mean, law and gospel is somewhat hinted at in very abstract notes. So is there law and gospel mentioned? The answer is Maybe. There's an I can't tell. <laughs> which I think is why you That's one of the on options? Me. Yes. You wrote this. You have well, yes, I no, it, or I, I can't have to tell. remember it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about any other explicit false teaching? Uh, do you see any? I don't see any explicit false doctrine. I never really pay attention to that, though. Except for now I'm going to have to, now that I'm the chairman of the Cult of Pure Doctrine, <laughs> sponsoring today's radio show. That's right. All right, can we consider this one crunched? Yes. Okay, crunched. Well, the next one we have from the same listener is uh, Come Just As You Are, and this is performed by Crystal Lewis. Come just as you are Hear the Spirit reads, uh, life everlasting, strength for today, taste the living water, and never thirst again. Come just as you are, don't you hear the spirit call? 
just <laughs> come just as you are. Come and see Christ my King. Come and live forevermore. Hmm. I got to tell you a story. Ready oh, for a story? Hold on. Let me get my popcorn. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Uh, I was in, uh, I, when I was 18, 18, 19, summer when I was 18, 19 years old, I spent uh, three and a half months in the Fiji Islands and uh, way, way in this remote village where no one you know, spoke English and we were building a kindergarten there and groups were coming through every couple months, but I was basically camped out and I had this little tent on the edge of this village where I was, uh, where I was, I was living and it was a, it was a lonely time. Uh, there, you know, it was just me. I didn't. I mean, there was a couple of people that I worked with there, but I didn't really particularly have any friends, and no one was Christians. The people that owned this little place where we were staying were Jehovah's Witnesses, and the people I worked with were um, were, were also not Christians. And uh, you know, most of the Fijians there were ancestor worshippers, and 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 so I was, I was I was basically on my own. And I um, and, and the spiritual. Um, the spiritual struggle uh, of of that was a was a difficult one and st- one that still kind of uh, left a mark and I still remember a lot of these struggles and one of the things I had was a tape with some praise music on it and I think I had a Crystal Lewis song on there and I and I had a bunch of others a, b- a bunch of Maranatha uh, tapes and things like this and I and I would sit and and listen I mean I'd have two or three days where I was just alone in the mountains up there and i would i would listen to these tapes and i would read uh the bible and i would pray and and try to work through some of this stuff and immediately when i heard crystal lewis start singing it just it takes me back to all of those um uh to those moments where which were real uh struggles but there was also real blessings and real joys in that and this and that reminds me of and i mean this is what the point of this whole story about how um I don't know if the word powerful, but how close to a person's heart uh, these songs that we're talking about are, uh, and that this this whole crunch this is the new crunching leaf that we're turning over that I am anyways that that that, um, that talking about these things and bringing a critical eye to them uh, should probably done be done with the realization to how important these these songs are to to people's lives. I mean, this song I can just imagine so many people listening to this song. And being, um, and they would probably even use this word, just simply being moved by it. I suspect that there's hundreds of people that have, during this song, because this is when you'd use it in the worship service, have gone and accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior in an altar call while the praise band was singing this song. So they have these very kind of um, important and uh, chronologically uh, um, uh kind of primary, you know, at the beginning of when they started to believe the Bible and trust the Lord's Word, etc., a lot of these experiences bound up with some of these songs. Now, that being said, this song is simply terrible. (laughs) (laughs) uh, It's, I mean... the 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 theology of it and the and the, the the message of it and everything else is not it is not helpful uh but dear uh person who's sensitive to our praise song crunching i've realized that these songs get wrapped up into these emotional very emotional and spiritual moments in our lives and become defining in that way so don't um please don't think that we at least i mean evan who probably has cold soul like the Grinch probably doesn't know this but I I understand uh, yes Mr. <laughs> Chairman um, 
So anyway, I, it, it is. I mean, when we look at these songs, this is just important to remember. These, these songs are, I mean, the very purpose of these songs, and I don't know if anyone does this better than Crystal Lewis. The the whole purpose of these songs is to move a person in their in their psyche, in their emotions, so that they have an experience of of something from God. That's the point of it. And now if you come and you're, you start to criticize what the song is actually saying and what it's doing, then, then you're, you're criticizing that very kind of time where God was, you, you understood that God was working in your life. You see what I mean? So uh, just to kind of remind people that we realize that we're doing that. That's why we are your praise song crunching jerks. This is a bit like when you uh, talk to someone who has grown, grown up outside of the Lutheran church um, about decision theology, uh, and so you're saying, "Hey, look, I, I don't, you know, I don't believe that you're required to make some sort of a decision for Jesus. Um, you're, you're not saved by a decision you make." And someone who hears that then thinks that you're saying that, "Oh, then you're saying I'm not a Christian." Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, we have to, we have to, uh, because um, it's very possible and likely that this person has. Um, but their entire faith, their entire salvation on this experience they've had in which they they made a decision. And yeah. uh, the point here is not to just completely take that away. The point is to rightly point their eyes uh, to Jesus. Look, hey, look, you're saved because that person uh, died on the cross. You're saved because God poured water upon your head. And that's the basis of our, of our faith. That's the basis of our salvation. So also with these songs, hey, look, uh, we're not trying to take away, um, you know, songs from you. We we just want to point you to objective words that are going to actually be feeding your faith and not just giving you emotional reaction. Right. So. Right. Oh. Is Jesus mentioned? <laughs> uh, let's see. Nope. nope. Christ. Oh, sorry. Christ, my King. There it is. Come oh, and yeah. see Christ, my King. Come and live forevermore. Okay. What about uh, mystical form subjects and stuff? Yeah, it is. Uh, there is very much repetitive, and then there are a few of these sentence fragments. By the way, this song demonstrates the fact that you actually don't need a subject. Wait a minute. Yeah, subject. If you just have a command, so come and see. There, that's a that's actually a sentence somehow because the verb is a. What do we call that? Imperative. No, it's a, the verb's an imperative, so the subject's implied. You come see, mm-hmm. come receive, come live forever. Look at strength, life everlasting, strength for the day. Uh, that, that, that no no verb there. Come just as you are. Don't you don't you hear this? Don't you hear the spirit calls? A bit of a dangerous question. Come and see Christmas. So mystical form. It is both repetitive and one two three four of the fifteen lines. Three don't have verbs, so that makes it uh, seven. Seven. Very good. Okay. When we get back from this commercial break, we'll be looking at the next question of the praise song cruncher. That is mystical content. And this is a question that asks about immediacy, uh, romance, loss of self, internal and subjective. Uh, you're listening to Table Talk Radio. We're crunching the song by Crystal Lewis, Come Just As You Are. And we ought to talk about just even that concept of coming just as you are. Let me get back from this break, too. I, we'll uh, complete this praise song crunch, and then we'll dive right into Name That Theologian. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Have you ever felt like you were all alone in the world? 
you were probably listening to Table Talk Radio. Unleash Tim Tebow, let him go, it's time, turn him loose, let him play, let him play on Sunday. While he does his win, all he does is win games, one day, one more win. Can we just cancel the show and listen to this for the rest of the time? <laughs> bam, bam. All he does is, all he does is, us, 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 us. all he does is win. Oh. <laughs> uh, how many more? How many more weeks you think until San- Sanchez is out? My <laughs> prediction, by the way, my Super Bowl prediction this year is uh, Chicago over the Broncos, two to nothing. Okay. Just wait. I I don't know what the odds are on that one, but I should probably put a dollar down on it. That At least, be yeah, yeah, two dude. to nothing, safety only. That'd be the only points in the whole game. <laughs> okay, anyway, so <laughs> before he gets on his font converter thing, oh, uh, let's. Uh, we had uh, a whole the... break, and I totally forgot about that. <laughs> I have uh, not made any progress, tech support. Okay, so now let's uh, ask the question of mystical content of a song by Crystal Lewis, "Come Just As You Are." Is it immediate, romantic, uh, loss of self, internal, subjective, any of that? Yes. <laughs> really? You All. see some? <laughs> All of those. Yes. So let's see. Come Now, we have this come here. Oh, yeah. Come just as you are. Hear the spirit call. Now, please tell me what that means. It means uh, come to church uh, without ha- tr- thinking that you need to... Um, you know, make yourself better before you can come to church, and then you come here from the Word of God and hear the absolution from the pastor. That's what that means. Oh, good. Well, this song is right. Come just as you are. Come and receive. What's that mean? Uh, that means receive um, holy absolution, uh, baptism, and it also means receiving the Lord's Supper um, by believing uh, Jesus' words, this is my body, this is my blood for the forgiveness of sins. Ah. Now, what about this? Taste the living water and never thirst again. Oh, that's when someone gets into the baptismal font, you know. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> Out of your heart will flow streams of living water. And by this, Jesus was speaking about the Holy Spirit who had not come since he was not yet ascended. Now, uh, come just as you are, second sentence. Don't you hear the Spirit call? Now, apparently it's questioned the second time around. Like, if you didn't hear the first time, What's wrong with you? We're singing the song the second time, and you should have heard the spirit by now. <laughs> yes. Come and see. Tell me what that means. Come and see. Um, I don't know. You, you already parsed it the first time. Come and see. Christ my King. Come and live forevermore. No, I, I parsed uh, come just as you are. Come receive. Come live forever. Come yeah. and see. So what are you seeing? Now, look, this means something. This is always the thing with the praise song. It means something. But you got to – I suspect if you want to give it a Lutheran read, uh, you could, like Pastor Gagline has done there, and that's why he'll be singing the song next Sunday. Mm-hmm. But I suspect that the intent behind this is a little bit more mystical than you're giving it credit for. <laughs> namely, no. <laughs> namely, that the come uh, hearing the spirit call is not actually externally hearing God's word, but it's an internal internally being moved. Now, if the poor Lutheran pastor, this is the poor the poor Lutheran pastor who is not a member of the cult of pure doctrine, and who is a bit worried about the cult of pure doctrine, you know who you are. 
if those guys are listening and they say, look, you could read this, you could give this a good read, this song could be fine to be a Lutheran thing, it means you've never gone to a church that had an altar call. You've never been to these places that have that emphasize your decision for Christ. This is perfectly de- uh, fits into the decision theology because you get to the end of the sermon and now the, the, it doesn't God's word does not mean anything unless uh, you react to it. You come and receive. So you got to be moved in your spirit. Right. Come and I, and, and, I, and I think the that's, call. that's important to say, too, because um, we, we as uh, Lutherans, uh, as a, a Lutheran church body, a Lutheran denomination, we have adopted these songs not because we were sitting down reading the confessions, reading the Bible, and said, hey, I know, this is how our, uh, th- this would be beneficial for our worship. We have adopted these practices because other churches do them, and they have people in them. And we think, boy, we want people in our churches, so we should. Uh, now, <laughs> Look the, at all the, the peeps over there. Now, the problem is that the churches that we're borrowing from this are using them because of an endo- entirely different theology. So we think that we can borrow these worship practices from other churches, but keep our own theological position intact, and that just is not possible. Because what stands at the center of uh, contemporary uh, worship, what stands at um, the center of this, is that the man, the man's will is free and just needs to be convinced or manipulated. Even, Where, and even more centered <laughs> than that, although you're right, the freedom of man's will is right there. But that's an outcome of this idea. That man is fit to directly experience God, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but what? But what? The theology that stands at the center of of a divine service is that man is fallen in sin and needs uh, the Word of God to convict him of that sin and to give him life, and that comes from the very Word of God and the sacraments which the the liturgy holds. I mean, this. I mean, you're, the the liturgy is sort of the cradle for the sacraments. And uh, so, so we we cannot depart from 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 uh, from our worship that is uh, nearly two thousand years old. Yeah, we could, but it'd be a bad idea. Sure. Okay. So, give give me a number for this mystical content. Uh, nine and a half. <laughs> okay. What about law gospel? I would, I, you know, my pra- the only praise song that does better than this one is the one that we wrote. Remember, here I Barely. am, O Lord, fit to be in your presence. So plug me into your spirit and let me feel you on the inside. <laughs> Did we write that? Just, I make, that? just make it rhyme. You know, that's a that's a loose translation. <laughs> I, mean, I think I originally wrote it in Latin with a doxological stanza at the end. All right, we need to get get uh, going here. So law right, gospel no, here right. on this. No, uh, oh, law gospel. No, no law, because look, you're coming and receiving just as you are. The just as you are part is the undoing of the gospel. Like, look, you're fine. Jesus doesn't mind. And what about other explicit false teaching? Uh, hearing the Spirit, receiving Christ, that's decisionism. Uh, taste a little strength for the day. Don't hear the Spirit call. That's enthusiasm. Come just as you are. That's antinomianism. Christ my King. That's right. Okay, so is this crunched? Crunched. Okay, you ready for some name that or theologian? Lewis. Man, I like Crystal Lewis, too. Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Oh, yeah. Was that your caveat for the to be nice to people? I like yes. Crystal Lewis. Okay. I'm sorry to crunch Crystal Lewis. If only she sang better songs, we wouldn't have to do it. <laughs> it's not our fault, by the way. Maybe we ought to sing her we some don't... better songs to sing. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, here is uh, your first quote. Therefore, when Moses says, Cursed be everyone, etc., he is speaking about those who are doers of the law. But the doers of the law are believers, who, having received the Holy Spirit, fulfill the law and law of God and their neighbor. Thus the doer of the law is not one who becomes a doer on the basis of his deeds. He is one who, having already become a person through faith, becomes a doer. Okay, uh, I like this guy because he uses the word etc. <laughs> yeah, he's probably this, your favorite then. This sounds like someone talking in controversy because uh, they're talking about uh, two different ways of understanding what a doer of the law is. That is a Christian or a non-Christian. So someone with or without the spirit, that would be the issue there. So um, I'm getting a beat on it. Keep going. Okay, here's another quote. Um, here one must know that there is a double use of the law. One double is, use of the law. One is Ooh. the civic use. God has ordained civic laws, indeed all laws, to restrain transgressions. Therefore, every law was given to hinder sins. Does this mean that when the law restrains sins, it justifies? Not at all. When I refrain from killing or from committing adultery or from stealing, or when I abstain from other sins... I do not do this voluntarily or from the love of virtue, but because I am afraid of the sword and of the executioner. This prevents me, as the ropes or chains prevent a lion or a bear from ravaging something that comes along. Therefore, restraint from sins is not righteousness, but rather an indication of, of, of unrighteousness. Oh, this guy's... Hmm, oh, hmm, oh... Okay, good. Next. <laughs> You're just going to groan, you're gonna do some <laughs> drooling, and then <laughs> you don't even want to offer a little information in case you're wrong, huh? Okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, where is the last quote here? Um, ah, okay, here it is. The knowledge of this topic is distinction between the law and the gospel is necessary to the highest degree, for it contains a summary of all Christian doctrine. Therefore, let everyone learn diligently how to distinguish the law from the gospel not only in words but in feeling and experience that is let him distinguish well between these two in his heart and in his conscience for so far as the words are concerned the distinction is easy but when it comes to experience you will find the gospel is a rare guest but the law a constant guest in your conscience which is habituated to the law and the sense of sin reason too supports this sense hmm Hmm, this distinction of law and gospel is phenomenally discussed here. I think because it mentions a bear, it's got to be a guy like Luther. And that'll be my guess, Luther, <laughs> preaching about the distinction between law and gospel. Luther it is. You know where? The bear gave it away. It's either Greater Galatians or his uh, or his sermon on the difficulty of distinguishing law and gospel. Greater Galatians it is. You did it. So 200 points for you, and thank you for listening to this edition of Table Talk Radio. Where the points are as valuable as this piece of instruction. Install dash V dash M seven seven five backslash. You've been listening to Table Talk Radio. Slash user slash show or that of the host. And do not reflect the user opinions of this station. We would like your feedback on today's show. Call us toll free. One eight hundred three eight five solo. That's one eight hundred three eight five SOLA. Or send us an email. Questions at tabletalkradio.org. 
you can listen TXT again to this show or any of our past shows on our website, tabletalkradio.org. Thanks for listening and tune in again next time to Table Talk Radio. And, and install dash V slash font config dash 2.4.2 slash font config dash devel.